the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. They don't get any dumber. And that's saying something when you're talking about people in the left wing media, and it's really saying something. When you're talking about the morons who work on The View, and if you establish yourself as the dumbest person in that group, you deserve some kind of an award. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, it's really amazing that people as clueless as Whoopi Goldberg and her crew are paid any attention to when they're talking about anything other than showbiz. But the dumbest of the dumb, Joy Behar... Got a lot of attention this week for saying this about Senator Tim Scott, a black man who had just announced that he was running for president of the United States. And he's one of these guys who, you know, he's like Clarence Thomas, black Republican who believes in pulling yourself by your bootstraps rather than, to me, understanding the systemic racism that African-Americans face in this country and other minorities. He doesn't get it. Neither does uh, Clarence. Right. And that's why they're Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's really funny. And um, she she gets it. She's a an 80-year-old Italian, mediocre, marginally funny comedian, but she gets it, and Tim Scott doesn't. And she said this a day or two before the anniversary of George Floyd's death, and she probably agreed with this statement from President Biden. He put this out. Quote, the day before her father's funeral, George Floyd's young daughter, Gianna, told me, quote, Daddy changed the world, unquote. Three years after her father's murder, my answer to Gianna remains the same. He has. Now, how do you suppose the idiots at The View would respond if you asked them this question? Who would you rather have your son take as a role model, Tim Scott or George Floyd, a senator or a criminal drug addict who once held a knife to a pregnant woman's belly and told her that he would kill her baby if she didn't tell him where she was hiding the drugs. Well, the crazy thing is that they actually would have to think about it for a couple of seconds, and there's no guarantee that they would say Scott. But Joy Behar's moronic statement guaranteed her being the winner of this week's AM1250 The Answer Jerk of the Week Award. And when we come back, the Supreme Court knocked the EPA down a peg yesterday. And Daniel Turner of Power of the Future will be here to talk about what a good move it was. And in our second half hour, Libby Emmons of the Post Millennial, who's been talking about your favorite corporations pushing LGBTQ propaganda for years. She's wondering why it took so long for people to notice. Stick around. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit PetsAndPeopleTogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 
Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the Digital Marketing Specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, Salem Surround has an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one, free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-746-3737. 800-746-3737. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if you have a pond in your backyard, you uh, may, or maybe even a swimming pool for that matter, you may have gotten some good news yesterday. The Supreme Court ruled 9-0 against the EPA. Back in 1972, Congress passed the Clean Water Act. It was about cleaning up the Great Lakes, uh, some rivers like maybe the Cuyahoga in Cleveland uh, that actually (laughs) caught on fire. But as usual, the federal government, through the EPA in this case, took advantage of the opening and used it as a power grab. Daniel Turner is the founder and executive director of Power the Future. He joins us now. Daniel, good to have you as always. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure to be on your program. So uh, this isn't about energy, but it's about a federal government power grab. And I know your main you know, focus is energy, but this isn't about energy. But it is about power grabs by the federal government and, and what the federal government uh, came to claim as waters of the USA. But it is about the power of the EPA. Should this be looked at as good news by energy producers, what the uh, Supreme Court ruled yesterday? Yeah, this is a huge verdict. It's the second big one against the EPA this year, the, the first one being West Virginia v. EPA. Um, and the Supreme Court really has made it clear that the EPA is overstepping its bounds. And, and it's great not just for energy producers, and Lord knows where the target always of the EPA, but it's great for agriculture. It's great for farmers. And in this case, specifically WOTUS, which is the Waters of the United States, statute. It was never a law. By the way, we didn't overturn a law. We just told the EPA, you can't make up laws. WOTUS uh, um, was regulating people's ponds. It was regulating the whole purpose, or the whole start of this case was a family in Idaho called the Sacketts who wanted to build a home on their property. And the EPA said, you can't do that because you're too close to a stream and too close to a pond and under waters of the United States, an act passed by the Obama administration, 
underwaters of the United States. Uh, that's now federal regulatory wetlands, and we decide you can't build a house. And they said, well, no, we have private property. You can't just come into my farm and say, I can't build a house. Everything can be considered a body of water. Yes, there are great lakes. There's the Mississippi River. Uh, there's the Cuyahoga and the great city of Pittsburgh. Um, but but how many of us farmers or even just people who are lucky to have a couple acres, how many have a good-sized pond in the backyard? How many have a big koi pond? Um, WOTUS was regulating farmers whose tires in the mud had created ditches that when it rained, it was filled with water. Come on. And they said, got to leave it. Absolutely. Got to leave it. That's not, That's now water. That's a waterway. And they said, no, it's not. It's my tire tracks. Doesn't matter. That's how big the government had gotten. Well, uh, by the way, the Cuyahoga's in Cleveland, uh, but we have a lot of rivers here. That's one we don't have. But um, I, I'm aware of it because I went to school at Kent State, and I think I was up there when uh, when it caught on fire. It was a, it was a pretty big deal. Um, but uh, no, the, what you're saying, you know, tire tracks that filled with water after rain. What should the, and again, your your expertise is energy. We always love to have you on to talk about it. But everything that you, almost everything that you talk about, is also related to government power and government stupidity. Uh, and and what you're saying here about what happened to these poor people, who by the way were told that they would be fined seventy five thousand dollars a day if they didn't stop construction mm-hmm. on their on their house. Um, it, if you even you can relate it to energy, you can relate it to uh, the government, when it says they're not going to take your guns, when when they absolutely, it's it, this is everybody should look at this not just as a um, as a water issue or an environmental issue. It's a government uh, power issue. It is, and we've used this example on your wonderful show before. It's the same as that that city council member whose permission you need to to build a deck onto your house or to build a shed, or you want to remodel a bathroom, it's like, sorry, we didn't give you permission. That there does become a point that you say, there is such a thing as private property. And yes, I'm not allowed to build a nuclear silo in my backyard. I wish I could. I wish I could build a small coal plant. I would have free electricity. I understand that. I understand I'm not an anarchist by any means. But there does come a point that unelected bureaucrats make up laws, and that's what WOTUS is. It was made up. Now, if the legislature, in all of its stupidity, had had voted on something like this, as much as I would oppose it, I would respect it, and I would be fighting darn hard to get it overturned, because we always have to get bad laws overturned. But that's the problem here. It's not law. It's not legislation. It's just some bureaucrat saying, you know what? I think the Clean Water Act gives me permission to regulate ponds because, after all, and this is the kicker here, John, they say it's just about protecting the water, right? We're not we're not looking to do – we just have your good – but didn't they say that about COVID? Everything. We're it's, not letting you go yeah. to church. Yeah, because we're just looking out for your safety. Yeah. So, it, absolutely. It, government has no ends. No, and it took uh, this poor family 20 years to beat the EPA. So that gives you another another example of once they come after you, um, this this had to go to the Supreme Court for something as stupid as you just described. It's a I, from what I understand, the the body of water that they were living their their lot was near was across the street, and and uh, maybe there was some there was some creek running around somewhere, and they were told after they bought their property that they can't build on it. Yeah, and who's and who Absolutely. gets to decide that? They send some nerdy bureaucrat over there, and he drives up and takes a quick look at us. Well, sorry, how much did you pay for the lot? I think in this case they paid twenty three thousand, which was you know twenty five years ago or something. All right, geez, that's a shame, but uh, you're not going to be able to build here. Sorry, do I get my money back? Yeah. No, uh, can't do that for you. No, of course not, and that's and that's the problem with giving government giving government this level of power that really needs to be reined in, but on everything. Right. And this is why it's such an important victory. Hopefully it will remind Americans of our DNA and why we fought a revolution, because we got tired of our ancestors, got tired of someone who lived thousands of miles away saying, you know what? I think you don't pay enough for stamps. So I'm going to tax you. I don't think you pay enough for paper, for tea. You know what? I think I should be able to do this. And they finally said, you know, enough is enough. 
right? It, it was taxation without representation. Well, this is another example of that. And when it comes to everything from your kids' curriculum to uh, uh, whether or not you can put a deck on your home or, or remodel, government power is not absolute. Our constitution, the glories of it, uh, the, the glory of our entire system of government is that it, it limits what government can do because it believes in the power of freedom. It believes in free individuals. And when government starts thinking they can regulate every aspect of our life from, heck, you had Mayor Bloomberg not long ago saying, I think sodas are too big. You can't buy them anymore. Well, what if you can't buy a 20-ounce soda? Can I buy two 10-ounce sodas? Yeah, you can do that. You just can't buy a 20-ounce. And you scratch your head and say, how dumb are all of you people? How, why are we playing these stupid games? And even if you think my blood sugar level is your responsibility. I got to tell you, Mr. Bloomberg, it's not. It's mine. And if I want to sugar myself to death, I have that right. As dumb as it sounds, I do have that right for government not to interfere in my life. And see, and that, what you just mentioned there, is another uh, aspect of government control because uh, if you, these people who would love to see us get a Canadian style health care, uh, up in Canada now, they're tell. I think that you mentioned soda. Uh, there, there's there's a fight going on up there about uh, taxing sugared and uh, you know foods that are unhealthy for you. Um, once they once they can get into that aspect of it, then they can control your life, and that's that's what happens. They um, th- these people that want to have a Canadian style health care. Once you give them the power to determine which doctors you can and can't see, that then you get you know somebody do, saying the equivalent of the the tires tire tracks have water in it, therefore it's a lake. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You just apply it to healthcare. Absolutely, and and it's why the left loves the, the socialized medicine angle because then it does give them the ability to control many more aspects of their life. And you know what? To a certain extent, I'm going to say. Hey, look, if you want me to pay for your health care, then you can't sit on the couch all day and That's eat right. ice cream. Because so, but I don't want to, I don't want to regulate what you eat, but I also don't want to pay for your health care. And you can't have one or the other. And I want neither. I want you to eat what you want, but you to pay for the consequences and you to build that house as long as it's not on my land. That's the type of system we have to go back to. What a concept. So, so how long, Daniel, has the EPA been out of control? Because you, you deal with this from the energy angle. Yeah, you, you know, the, the EPA, since its inception, um, when it was thought about, and it was thought about in the Nixon administration, it came into being in 1970, the ultimate pushback of one, Repu- one Republican in, in Ohio in particular said, this is all so vague and nebula- nebulous that my concern is eventually everything could be considered protecting the environment. Yep. And, and I, I do think he predicted the future. And since then, I think it has been absolutely off the rails. Of course, we want clean air and clean water. I'm almost angry that, that people like Chuck Schumer tweet that, that we don't. You know, now, thanks to this MAGA Supreme Court, he said, remember, it was a 9 nothing verdict. Thanks to this MAGA Supreme Court, we're gonna have we're gonna have dirty water and dirty air. That's just so insulting to think that. But for people like Chuck Schumer, we would be polluting the air and polluting the water. But that's how they see the role of government. And you know, your answer, the answer to your question, how long has the EPA been off the rails, is the same as how long has the Department of Energy been off the rails? Mm-hmm. How long has the Department of Transportation? Heck, Pete Buttigieg can't keep the trains on the rails. Right. Uh, so, so it seems that all of these agencies have gotten way too darn big for their actual purpose. Yeah, but we're going to get some female crash dummies. They're, they're coming, so... <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got that going what for is us. A female, what is a woman crash dummy? Uh, John, can you define that for me? I, I can't, I can't define a woman. How am I going to define a... <laughs> I, I can't... Yeah. Hey, listen, so we're, we're talking to Daniel uh, Turner, the founder and executive director of uh, Power of the Future. Um, you mentioned the West Virginia... This is... Uh, the EPA is 0 for 2. Uh, what was the law in West Virginia? Refresh our minds on that. Law in West Virginia, EPA versus West Virginia, was the same regulations that the Biden administration passed again about regulatory of, of, of coal plants. And if you just come up with a bunch of rules that says, hey, look, uh, John, imagine, you know, you, 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 your boss said to you tomorrow, John, you know what the new rule is? You have to drive to office and, and you have to drive to the radio station in under three minutes. And if you can't, we're going to fine you. And you say, well, that's not a realistic goal. 
So why are we playing these games? And that's what EPA versus West Virginia did. They, they said, look, we're not trying to say coal is illegal, but if you don't lower your emissions by X percent by the year 2030, you have to get shut down. And they said, well, that's not a realistic goal. And why are you giving us these fake goals? Why are you giving us these fake numbers? Why? Because they want to use the power of government to do what they cannot get through the legislature, right? They know they can't. Heck, same with WOTUS. If you really believe that ponds in people's backyards should be protected by government, pass a law. Right. right? I can apply this even more. If you really believe we should absolve every student of their college debt, pass a law. Well, they don't want to pass laws. They like regulation because regulation is nebulous, it's vague, it's squishy, and they can interpret it absolutely any way they want. That's why the left has always loved regulation. Why is this uh, ruling the other day on water uh, good news for Alaska? Well, well, Alaska has the largest coastline uh, in the in the nation. Uh, Alaska's coastline is larger than the rest of the United States combined, and that's pretty remarkable when you consider Florida and the entire East Coast and the entire West Coast. Alaska's coastline is bigger, um, and Alaska has more. Uh, waterways and water systems that would be under these regulations. And, and that's the fishing industry and that's, uh, uh, you know, commercial and sport. And that's just the government sticking its nose in Alaska's business. Um, and, and, you know, it, all big Western states, this is a huge victory in particular for them because they already have so much government control um, that limiting the government and letting people have control of their land. Again, we have to really believe the Sacketts, you said they paid $23,000 for that parcel. They wanted to build a house. You have to believe they're not going to poison their own ground. They're not going to poison their own water. They're not going to pollute their own pond. We do not need government to protect us from ourselves. In fact, when government tries to protect us from ourselves, we usually get worse uh, 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 scenarios. Yeah, I, uh, I know a guy who bought a lot for $350,000 Several years ago, it's probably worth five hundred now, um, uh, on Lake Erie up in Canada. And when he went to build on it, uh, somebody from there, uh, and you think it's bad here, the bureaucrats they have up there really scare you. Somebody dropped uh, in and said, uh, well, you know, they were looking at what they were going to allow him to do, what kind of a house he was going to be allowed to build there. And they told him that they couldn't be in a certain area because of some toads that would be uh, displaced. There you go. And yep. So. But there, and, and there's a they guy. Can always find a reason. Yeah, but there's a guy being paid by the government to come around and find toads. You know, somewhere on your yep. property. He's ma- he's yep. being paid probably a good buck too. Absolutely, and government has all of these testers. They have all of these inspectors. They have all these. Heck, it's the same thing I just said. When you're trying to remodel your basement, and you say, "Okay, now we need the government inspector to make sure that your house isn't going to burn down." Well, you know what? Do you think I would have spent the last six months remodeling my house? Uh, We're not talking about resale here. We're not talking about commercial. We're talking about a guy who just remodeled his own basement. Nope. I have to check and make sure you did it properly. No, you don't have that right. We have to get government out of our lives. And the left used to always talk about this. Get the government out of my bedroom. Get the government out of my TV. If you don't like it, change the channel. Remember when uh, music, if you don't like it, don't buy that. And now it's the exact opposite. Now it is the right that is demanding these things. And it is the left saying, too bad. We're the government. We know better than you do. I got less than a minute with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. Memorial Day is Monday. Isn't this when gas prices usually go up? And what should we be uh, expecting in the next few weeks here? Yeah, and, and even AAA and, and all these groups were saying it should be a record weekend of people on the road, maybe finally coming out of COVID. People are anxious to, to, to have a social life again. Um, but, yeah, summer is the driving season, and gas prices are going to really do nothing but go up, up, up from now until the end of the year. Um, and it's unfortunate it doesn't have to be this way. Two years, three years ago, at this time, Memorial Day of nineteen uh, of two thousand twenty, uh, gas was a dollar ninety seven a gallon. Wow! So, if you want, if you want for some perspective, just think it. It was only three years ago. Our memories are not that short. Yeah, keep voting for Democrats. Hey, Daniel, thanks for uh, coming on the show. As usual, great stuff. Thanks. Always a pleasure, Don. Thank you. All right, Daniel Turner. That's uh, director of executive director of Power of the Future.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House Speaker McCarthy says negotiators are racing to reach a debt ceiling deal. We know it's a crunch time. We know it's not easy. But we're going to make sure. We're not just trying to get an agreement. We're trying to get something that's worthy of the American people, that changes the trajectory. So we're going to work just as hard. We worked through the night last night. I thought we made progress yesterday. I want to make progress again today. And I want to be able to solve this problem. And McCarthy says there is still more work to do. Residents of Guam cleaning up after Typhoon Moir tore through the remote U.S. Pacific Territory, ripping roofs off homes, flipping vehicles, and shredding trees. There were minor injuries, but no fatalities. The typhoon the strongest to hit the territory since 2002. The Dow had 352 points, the Nasdaq up to 87. This is SRN News. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98. 98, 98, and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. It's Memorial Day weekend, the start of summer grilling season. This weekend, while you're flipping burgers, take a moment to remember those who've paid the ultimate price to allow you the freedoms you enjoy. Life in America is good, but it didn't come cheap. This weekend... Let's honor those who have fallen for our freedom. AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. Relief factor, pain relief. It's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Oh, I cracked the hull of my new ski boat today. Oh, my gosh, why'd you do that? It's not like I was trying to do it you know sorry that's rough my bad bro did anyone witness this epic fail yes there's videos galore and now i'm a meme accidents don't just happen in sea shanties so progressive boat insurance has you covered take as little as four minutes to see what you can save at progressive.com Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms and not available for all boats or in all situations. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Clear skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 48. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow. A comfortable start to the holiday weekend will reach a high tomorrow of 76. Times of sun and clouds for Sunday, a great day to be outside, the high 76. Memorial Day Monday will be pleasant with sunshine and patchy clouds. We'll reach a high Monday of 79. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. We all know what uh, we all know what happened uh, to Bud Light and Anheuser Busch in the last month or so when they made the mistake of helping Dylan Mulvaney, quite possibly the most nauseating man in the country, help celebrate his uh, public transition from a man to a man pretending to be a woman. 
But uh, other big companies like Target and North Face have gone down the same road. Libby Emmons is editor-in-chief at the Post-Millennial, and she and her co-workers have uh, been there writing about this stuff for a while. Libby, thanks for coming on. appreciate it. I appreciate it. So I haven't had you on for a while. Um, the, the tweet that you put out today is what caught my eye. It said, uh, quote, we are at Post-Millennial. Been, we have been covering GLSEN, Target, Disney, and their LGBTQ propaganda for years. Y'all can't say you didn't know it was happening because we told you. Well, when did you start telling people? Well, I've been working with the Post-Millennial since 2019, and we have been exposing this stuff um, at least into 2020. We started looking into what um, Disney was funding in terms of this organization called uh, GLSEN, which is pronounced G-L-S-E, uh, which is pronounced GLSEN, but spelled G-L-S-E-N. Disney supports them, puts a lot of money behind them. So does Target um, covered that. And we've generally been digging into these relationships between corporations and um, LGBT advocacy uh, and activist groups for some time. It's pretty, um, it's pretty stunning when you see how interlinked all of these companies really are with the activist movement. Yeah, and, and what was it, do you think, about Dylan Mulvaney's videos? I mean, it, it just doesn't get any more nauseating than that guy, but... What was it about his video that seemed to be the last straw for so many people? Well, I think there were a few things. One, I do think that culture has been turning a corner. Um, and, uh, you know, that's a big deal. People have been noticing it more. Parents have been speaking up specifically since the pandemic when they realized uh, what was being fed into their kids' brains. And they were actually able to see it through remote learning. But also, Dylan Mulvaney is just such an obvious example of someone who really seems to be disingenuous in his approach. Prior to um, his 365 Days of Girlhood TikTok series, which, as we know, landed him a spot um, advising President Biden about the need for child sex changes. Prior to that, he was making cute animal videos. And was just generally a very flamboyant gay man, which didn't seem to be a big issue. Um, but then he stumbled into stardom with this idea of pretending to be a girl. His early videos show him um, prancing around in women's clothing, calling himself a bimbo, which many women instantly take offense to, as for most of us, being called a bimbo is not something we are particularly looking for in life. Right. He also had derogatory terms for um, women's genitals. The term Barbie pouches was used. Um, and he also talked about being a girl, right? This is a grown-up man pretending to be a girl. So just on its face, it's pretty offensive to see that and then to have it be celebrated literally in the seat of global power <laughs> in the Oval Office in yeah. the White House. Oh, he was in the White House, uh, in, the, in the Oval Office. And, I, um, I don't know if they met in the Oval Office. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't recall offhand. But he was out there with a whole bunch of other um, LGBT influencers who were specifically advising Biden on how important it is to affirm children, which, of course, means encourage them to have sex changes if they are apparently gender nonconforming. Yeah, the interview was in an office. Uh, and maybe I, I jumped the gun there in saying it was the Oval Office, but it was in a very formal setting in the White House somewhere that he actually sat down and was interviewed. He interviewed the president, and uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and Biden was more than happy to go along with everything he was saying. So he he was elevated to superstardom with all that stuff. So Budweiser, um, you, well, they fired their marketing director. So they're, they, they, they get it now. But are other companies you see, have you seen the, um, the video for uh, uh, North Face? Yeah, I saw the uh, Patagonia, the drag queen who yeah. is fronting for North Face now. Yeah. 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 This is after Dylan Mulvaney. Is, yeah, yeah, it's after Mulvaney. One thing that's interesting that just occurred to me is that a lot of the brands that Dylan Mulvaney was uh, being tapped to market for prior to the Bud Light debacle 
were uh, particularly women's brands. Yep. So he was repping Kate Spade, uh, which I used to really love. He was repping um, Tampax, yeah. which uh, every woman knows what that's for. And he was repping some other beauty products as well. But it wasn't until he stepped into the realm of what are traditionally considered men's products, yeah. beers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I go out with the ladies to have some drinks, most of us aren't ordering beers. You know, if we're getting like wine and whatever right, else. Right, right. Um, yeah, so when he stepped in and started uh, showing his face to be the um, presentation for a man's product, that's really, I think, too, what made people take notice. Um, and women have been yelling about this for years, but typically it's not until um, men's lives are impacted by it, which, you know, I mean, well, let whatever. Me, let, not, let me I'm just, not casting aspersions, but no, it's out there. No, let me just throw you something out there, because I've been talking about this, and I wrote about it um, four years ago. I wrote a column for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review saying that the only solution to um, men competing against males competing against females was for the females to just not compete. Just say, "Well, no, we're not. We're not doing that." Uh, as soon as you see uh, Will Thomas change his name and then stand up on the on the starting uh, line at a swim meet, um, you say, "Oh no, he's a man. Well, I'm not. We're all out of here. We're not. He's going to swim by himself." And here's mm-hmm. what and what I'm getting to here, Libby, is that and and you made a great point there that Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, he struck a nerve or he maybe put an end to his uh, magic when he tried to sell his stupidity to men. And the, re- the reason I, I, t- I say that this uh, reminds me of my stance on sports is that I've been saying for a long time that men would never put up with something similar in sports because they understand sports is supposed to be uh, competition and fair and you can't you can't have a game when one side has a an unfair advantage, and I, I, I'm I'm having a tough time tying these two things together. But what I'm saying is, men just don't have the patience for this that women have. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Women put up with it for too long with seeing this guy doing Tampax ads and the other stuff that you mentioned. Men just they saw that and they said, "We're done. We're not. This is. I'm never buying a Bud Light again." And well, women, maybe women need to do that. Because it, a lot of this um, gender nonsense has to do with the idea that men and women are completely interchangeable. Yeah. And I think men and women are not completely interchangeable, even putting um, biology, uh, physical biology, secondary sex characteristics aside. Women and men are not interchangeable. Women uh, have been told for years that the compassionate thing to do is to accept all of this new gender nonsense as truth. And women have said, okay, we will do the compassionate thing. We will be kind. We will step aside. We will demure. Um, And they have done. And this is what happens. I I think that it's great when I see men standing up to actually talk about this stuff. Um, I know Matt Walsh has gotten a lot of grief Mm -hmm. specifically from feminists who say, you know, why is a man talking about it? But kudos to Matt Walsh for actually talking about it. And a lot of the other men who are out there who speak up, you know, Jack Kosovic speaks up about this. And I, you know, bless him for doing that. Charlie Kirk speaks out. These are men who are speaking up for women and they've been doing it for a while and they're speaking up for our kids. Um, but and the, I think that uh, I think I, I really am appreciative of that because for women, women look at each other and they say, "Oh, well, we should really be nice." Yeah. Well, but, it, it's but funny you nice say that be because nice. I I was teaching a class uh, at a school here and and um, one of the sub one of the uh, assignments was to do like a panel show, and there was a a woman uh, who played on the basketball team, and one of the discussions that they had was about uh, you know men competing against women. And it was just kind of a, an ad lib discussion that they did in this show that they put together. But she said, "I, I really respect uh, you know the the the, uh, the transgender uh, uh, women, and I, th- I I think they should be ident- be able to identify how they want." And she, in other words, she was saying she was totally sympathetic with what this this guy would want to do, which might be take her job away on the basketball team. There's no way that a man says that. Here's what. The only, uh, only comparison I could make would be if, you, uh, if a, a, a 14-year-old kid 
was told that his job was just taken from it. Uh, he was playing on a 14 and under team. And you know what? Uh, we just brought in a kid. He's 18. He's taking your job. He wouldn't put up with it for a minute. He'd, he'd, either, mm-hmm. he'd either quit or he'd punch the coach in the face or he would do something. He just wouldn't accept it. And, and until women, I think, have that attitude, it isn't going to change, at least as it pertains to sports. Yeah, either that or, you know, men should start speaking up. And the other thing, too, that I think is important to realize is that the the men who are out there taking women's spaces um, in athletics, and we see that even if they don't win, they're still taking someone's spot, Yep. right? They're still taking someone's qualifying spot. We saw the British uh, British cycling came out and said no more men in women's competition. Yeah, I, I saw that, yeah. that. Yeah, and I think that that's great. Um, but, yeah, women really need to either step up and take a stand like Riley Gaines has done and continues to. Taylor Silverman in skateboarding does that. Matt, respect to both of those women. Um, but also, you know, we need to teach our kids that it's not okay. Like, what happened to shame? What happened to humility? What happened? To, I mean, how does Thomas, you mentioned, the UPenn swimmer who yeah. um, took a bunch of spots, took a national trophy, how does he look at himself with anything other than total derision? Like, how do you face yourself knowing that you're a complete and total fraud who has used advantages against people who could never possibly compete with you and then goes out there and tries to take a stand about, you know, his rights as this, you know, person he imagines himself to be. We are not who we imagine ourselves to be. We are the people we are. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, Libby Evans is our guest. Uh, she's the editor-in-chief at Post Millennial. Uh, so and you tweeted today about the stories you guys at Post Millennial have done, you know, over the last few years. Um, you mentioned Chevrolet uh, has been getting involved in the indoctrination. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, so they put out a truck with a bunch of rainbows on it. If you look deep at any of these corporations, most of them have gone along with it on some level or another just to get by and, you know, do the thing that is the trendy thing that everyone's doing. You'll notice, however, that when these – I mean, look at Adidas. Adidas is now marketing what appear to be women's swimsuits to men. Yeah. You know? it, might, it might be the ugliest thing uh, on, on anywhere on video in the last six months, that guy in the, in the, in the ba- Adidas bathing suit. Oh, my and God. And Tar- Target is selling those, too, right? They're yeah, called yeah. puffing swimsuits. Well, last June, for Pride Month last year, they were selling breast binders for girls, and they were selling what are called packers, which are also for girls, Which um, and they were selling the underpants that go with packers so that women could look like that fella in the swimsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all really absurd. Nobody cared about it last year, though. I was, like, yelling and screaming, hey, look at this. They're mm-hmm. trying to destroy girls. Nobody cares, um, yeah, you know, last year. So, so I'm glad that – I'm so glad to see people speaking up and taking a stand and Target lost $9 billion. You know, it's pretty fascinating. It's a pretty amazing turn of events. $9 billion, that's uh, that's a pretty good bit of money there. That if that's not getting their attention, I don't know what is. And what's interesting is that uh, I think it was uh, yeah Governor Newsom, he trashed Target for ha- for removing the satanic um, the satanic articles from the from the uh, shelves. Uh, that uh, who's this guy? He's a Satan worshiper who makes LGBTQ stuff for kids. I don't know, but the governor of California was sticking up for Target and and scolding the people who saw to it that they took that stuff off the shelves in the kids' department. Yeah, he was pretty upset about it, stupid Gavin Newsom. Um, but, you know, he's a total hypocrite, and we don't really need to put stock into anything he says. His state allows for kids to get gender changes and sex changes without parental consent or knowledge. His state allows teachers to keep gender identity secret from parents. His state facilitated the removal of a young girl from her mother's home because her mother would not go along with her pronouns. And that girl ended up in in a group home only to throw herself in front of a train and commit suicide because she was so confused and didn't even have her mother anymore because Gavin Newsom, California, took her mother away. So, and you can look this up. This has been reported. I, I sadly don't remember exactly her name. But, um, yeah, that's that's who Gavin Newsom represents. Gavin Newsom represents the destruction of families, and that's what he's proud of. 
And as far as this uh, Satan worshiper person, this was a this was a, a woman who has gone through gender transition, takes testosterone, wears a beard on her face, says that Satan is, you know, charming and sweet, and so makes pastel pins about how Satan respects your pronouns. And this is a woman who claims to be a gay man. So this is a woman who is so confused about sexuality that she thinks her attraction to men makes her a gay man. She's insane. That's absolutely... There's also a lot of evidence to suggest that young women who go through transition, and there is, it is mostly affecting young women at this point, and Mm -hmm. I think that's something people aren't aware of, and young women are being targeted by the gender clinics and having their breasts removed at the age of 15, um, having their breasts removed. They can never nurse children should they decide to have children. And so many women now, too, don't even realize they want to have children until they're in their 30s. Imagine hitting your 30s and realizing you'd love to have a child and that you will never be able to nurse that child, no yeah. matter what, and because I, of something doctors convinced you to do when you were 15 years old. So I, I wouldn't put any stock in Gavin Newsom. <laughs> he, well, his state allows that to happen. Right, that I, really infuriates me. Uh, but the, I, state, the Satanist does these pins, Satan respects your pronouns. Of course Satan respects your pronouns. He's a, he's a glittery beautiful creature who wants to suck you in and then leave you in the depths of despair. Mm-hmm. That's what Satan is. Well, I, I misspoke. I said he, or I said she's insane, and, and I didn't realize it was a he pretending to be a she. So, no, it's a she pretending to be a he. Oh, it's very okay. confusing. Oh, then, so then I was right then. She is insane. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I have yeah. a couple minutes left here. Actually, only a minute left. So these companies are doing this. Some of them are paying the price. We'll see how long they stick with it or how many more are dumb enough to do it. But um, how how thin is the line between advocacy and indoctrination? Because, you know, they can can be claiming to just advocating for um, oppressed groups or for less fortunate groups. Well, I think one of the key things about that is should anyone – be advocating for children to believe that they are born in the wrong body. No. (laughs) That's always going to be indoctrination. Yeah. Advocacy for adults, hey, you know, there are gay people, they deserve equality under the law. That makes sense to me. Um, You know, I'm a Gen Xer, and that makes sense to me. I have gay friends. Mm -hmm. It's not an issue for me. Um, But telling kids that they have to take drugs, change their name, uh, demand that people look at them a specific way in order to fulfill some gaping need within themselves. And many of these kids have been abused. That is something that has is coming out. Many of these kids are autistic. So these are vulnerable kids. Advocacy means telling kids that they are beautiful just the way they are, that their bodies are safe places for themselves, that they can trust their own bodies to... Um, you know, be healthy and strong, that right. it's okay to grow up into an adult, that's advocacy. Yep. Anything else, telling kids that they are, um, you know, the opposite sex and need all kinds of medical intervention to get there, that's indoctrination. Yeah, and it stinks. And I'm, I'm out of time. Uh, Libby, always good to have you on. Hope to have you on again soon. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. I appreciate it, too. Okay, that's Libby Emmons of The Post Millennial. We'll be right back. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the Digital Marketing Specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, Salem Surround has an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. 
email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. This is John Stagerwald. Mike didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code STAG at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-716-8087 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code STAG. Remember, this sale won't last forever, so don't miss out. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I uh, will not be here Monday, as most people won't be working uh, with uh, Memorial Day coming up. So I'll see you again on Tuesday. And uh, I just want to throw out there that this whole... Uh, transgender thing is now becoming actually kind of entertaining to watch as sick and deranged as it is uh, because when you start hearing that Target has lost $9 billion as a result of people seeing the story about what they had on their shelves and a a Satan worshiper being the person who designed the stuff. Um, And as I said to Libby Emmons, uh, women have to uh, have to catch up on this. Women are the ones who are being um, mo- uh, affected the most by this and hurt the most by this, especially when it comes to sports. There are no women in, uh, ruining sports for men by joining men's teams. That's not going to happen. So, um, you know, just women, you need to step up. And you need, if your daughters are on a team and you need to tell her, if a boy shows up to be on your team, tell the coach you quit. We'll take you out of the school. We'll send you somewhere else. It's got to start somewhere. But I will uh, talk to you on Tuesday. Have a good long weekend. Thanks to Mike and Darren for their help all week. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.